Hey everybody, welcome to Pod Gods episode 178. Yes. Oh shit. Also known as Giovanni's birthday. Yeah, everybody Pod Gods 178, I get a year older. Yes. Is it so 178? That is 179 in the show notes. Let me look. 179, I'm sorry. Okay, so I might show us right. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, I got to eat lunch today. No dinner, but I had lunch, so that's better than most years where I just end up going hungry. Why lunch and no dinner? I don't have any money left. Uh, everything fell apart. My uh, day job forgot my paycheck in India, and then they're supposed to give a loan to uh, dear mother who owes me $1,000 for all of her computer setup I did for her and everything I had to buy out of pocket. It was, it was now four weeks late. It was supposed to be two weeks ago. And then uh, I was supposed to get a check from the other gig I do, but uh, I think they try to combine that with another small payment. So they're waiting. So that's not shown up yet. It's not going to show up tomorrow because it's a holiday. It won't be here till Thursday at best, maybe Friday. But it's not a real holiday for you tomorrow. It's a it's a no mail holiday. Oh, okay. And uh, it means it's not going to show up. So if it comes on Thursday or Friday, it's fine. But it means I won't have the cash till Monday. So it's owe a ton of money. Have no money. Uh, I went to Seattle. Uh, that was great, but uh, everything kind of fell apart there too. Okay, how'd that go wrong? Uh, well, Caesar was like the most stressed about it. Like, how am I going to get on a flight? What's going to happen? How am I going to get on a plane? Which way am I going to go? I'm like, it'll work out, dude. We'll, we'll get you on this one. It'll be fine. And then ultimately, uh, Dune's route didn't work, so I had to send him here to Houston. So he showed up here in Houston, and Caesar was supposed to come here and meet us, and we're all going to leave from here. And it's like, oh, how convenient, leaving from your place. You want them to fly with you? Not really. There was just no other way. They saw the loads. So Dune gets here, and we go to get a barbecue for him while we're waiting to catch the next flight at the Tin Roof Barbecue, which he enjoyed. And Caesar lets us know that uh, he won't be going. There's some personal issues, so he's just not going to fly and come. So it's uh, out of so several days of stress of him directly, and then he's just not going to go. So just too much sand in his vagina, basically. Kind of. You know, you know what's up. Uh, but, you know, nobody's pissed off. It's just it would be more fun with him there, I guess. But me and Dude had a great time. We, uh, but we got a really short amount of time. So we get there at like 8.45 at night on Friday. Uh, we go get pizza. We hang out, uh, pass out around midnight, wake up at 7 in the morning, get breakfast. And I kind of just show him around every place in Seattle, the mountains, take him downtown so he can go buy some things for his family at the first Starbucks. Get hit with a fish. Uh, yeah, we looked at the fish places, and then I took him to Ivers to eat there, even though I never go to fish restaurants. I didn't which see- Ivers? Uh, the one right in the water. Uh, which Pike water? Place. Pike oh. Place. Oh, okay. What was that? Like Captain's Table or something. I guess, but uh, I just took him there. It doesn't smell bad at all. Uh, the good he, one's the Salmon House. He, he was Either sh- Salmon House is the good one. Oh, okay. Well, he was shocked by the uh, prices anyway, so he just got some clam chowder sampler and some shitty oysters. They didn't have the ones he wanted, of course, but it didn't smell bad. And then uh, we went to the first Starbucks so he could try out uh, or he could get uh, gifts for everybody. And then I got him one of the Provençals, which he admitted that uh, out of all the food he didn't like, that was the one thing he did like. Oh, okay. But he did not like the uh, the home fries at uh, Original Pancake House, which I love because of the onion content. He didn't try the grinder, but uh, he did try Pagliacci's, which he seemed to think was just kind of average. Well, but being not a gay guy, why would he try a gay hookup app? <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, he was uh, fun to travel with. It's too bad it can't happen more often, especially with his job. I wish we were both independently wealthy and I could uh, hang out with my friend more. It's like I haven't seen him close to two years, which is sad. And so we only had, and then we had to leave for first thing uh, Sunday morning. So we left the hotel at 3 a.m. and we got on 5 a.m. flights. And he had to buy a ticket home, of course, which makes it even sadder. He wasted even more money. I spent the, about enough to rent an apartment for a month there, and he spent about half that. And Caesar probably would have contributed a nice chunk to help offset some of that. But 
it is what it is. Uh, I guess that was my birthday. It was, it was just a lot of stress. And I came home, and I projectile vomited bile everywhere. I just couldn't stop vomiting bile. I don't know why. It was only bile by itself. And I, I felt like I was going to choke to death. And I, I started losing feeling in my left arm, and I couldn't breathe or catch my breath. And then I worked for about an hour, and I kept doing that. I couldn't stop, so I had to call in sick from home. And now I have one point left, and they're threatening to steal my job on my birthday uh, when they forgot to give me a paycheck. Okay. Well, maybe you should see a doctor about some of those complaints. Uh, well, I usually don't drink on a flight or anything, and then when I get off the plane, I feel like just dried out as shit. And then if I dried out, my throat kind of closes up. And then by the time I get home, if I'm trying to do anything or if I'm stressing, I have a backpack on. I can't breathe, and I get a little bit nauseous. There I go. I saw the new James Bond. How bad? It is a, it is the most beautiful James Bond movie you'll ever see. But no, you shouldn't see it because this is an absolute pile of shit. <laughs> uh, there's no content. So it's all pretty perfect on the outside, but cold and without any soul. I read the Devin Faraci review. I haven't listened to the stupid James Bonding guys who I'm sure will whitewash it. I heard Roderick on Roderick on the line talk about it. Yeah, um, it's really kind of like Taylor Swift. Kind of beautiful looking, but can't really find a picture of her you'd ever want to beat off to. And she hates foreskins. But uh, just not good. And it's stupidly long, and there's no plot. And for a bat for Christoph Waltz is the bad guy. And I'm the worst bad guy from your history. There's almost no time of him actually being a bad guy. I love a kitty. And stupid end. And I just. I expect just you to stupid. die, Mr. Bond. And of course, the, the the secret bad guy you're not supposed to know is the bad guy. It's fucking Moriarty from Jane, from uh, Sherlock Holmes. So you know he's the weaselly bad guy the second you see him. Yeah, uh, I'm not even going to bother to see it. I didn't like Skyfall. I didn't like any of them. Casino Royale was Skyfall. Meh. If If Skyfall was good, this was a giant turd. I didn't like Skyfall at all. I didn't like and Quantum. Skyfall wasn't horrible. I didn't like Quantum. Quantum. Solace wasn't great. Well, they, the writer's strike fucked it up, and it's supposed to be a continuation directly of the movie preceding it. But I wasn't a huge fan of Casino Royale. I don't really like any Bond films. I, I understand the uh, appeal, but I don't think it's ever been captured quite correctly on film. It's absolutely a beautiful-looking film, though. I'd say GoldenEye is probably the best of the modern-era Bond films before oh, the Pierce. I, I hate that one. That's... that's uh... None of the Brosnan ones hold up well. None of them except that one. I say that's the best. I say everything after that's garbage. So don't see James Bond. It's shit. I'm, uh, I'm yawning. Yeah, that's, how, that's how bored I am by that movie. Um, yeah, we, we were supposed to see Goosebumps, but it wasn't playing anywhere. We did go down to the old theater. I, used to see, I saw every uh, Dune and Geo movie yet. So, like, uh, North I saw twice there, uh, the Little Rascals movie, Scream, or things that we haven't even done, but just every movie from, like, the basically 1990 onward. I saw Dick Tracy there. I saw The Rocketeer there, Kirkland Park Place, Cineplex Odeon, Nine it used to be called, and now I believe it is, like, an AMC or a Lowe's or something. Oh, well, it could be worse. They could either be showing porn or Bollywood movies. That's what happened to the Totem Lake one. Uh, which uh, I, I, it makes Porn me sad. Or Bollywood. Uh, Bollywood. Actually, I think actually I think Total Lake was six, or maybe Total Lake was nine. I, I get this confused, but yeah, Total Lake is now the Bollywood theater. It used to only have three screens, and it was also a Cineplex Odeon. I saw uh, RoboCop three there. Look who's talking now. Men in Black. Uh, Independence Day. I think. I saw quite a few films there. I finally got a new phone. 
Uh, the big boy. Yes, I got a giant new iPhone 6S. Aren't you special? Which is very... Well, because I went from a 4, mm-hmm. so that was really, really old. Holy shit, you waited a while. How much uh, speed increase are you noticing? Oh, it's ridiculously fast. It's like it's late speed now. And uh, a beautiful screen. Does it make you happier? And, uh, well, it would if the podcast the if podcast.app didn't crash all the fucking time randomly. Well, that sucks, but uh, but uh, but I mean the phone in general minus that part doesn't. It, there's a little happiness boost, right? No, oh, yeah, it's like a. It's almost as powerful as probably the previous desktop computer I had. It's nice. It, 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 you deserve it. It's, and then it's, it's a good like feeling. it's a dual core, pretty limited chip, but pretty damn fast. Yeah, the the I, yeah. I have this Nexus uh, six or whatever the not the new one but the other one. It's great. It's fast as shit. It's shocking how good it is. And it's like why and would I, why would I ever need anything more? I guess you maybe four K video in your hand, but after that, until you get to like hollow phones, what the fuck do you need? And since it's got the stupid whatever health chip whatever in it, it's tracking my steps, which r- makes me realize I'm doing about twenty thousand steps a day. Wow. Which I apparently is a lot. No, it is. is. Yeah, ten thousand is most people's goal, especially with the Fitbit. So, like, if I get to ten thousand, that's my first goal. You're already uh, unaware hitting twenty. If you try to, I hit do more, that with my. Um, I do like eight thousand my first walk of the day. Yeah. So uh, there you go, man. But maybe that's why also you're degrading your hips and knees more than you thought you were, even though you've lost weight. Ah uh, no, my right knee is super fucked up, which has thrown off my gait, which has kind of fucked up my left foot. So I have a. Basically, a blister under the entirety of my left foot. Both my feet are fucked from smashing things. I have these giant purple bruises. I can barely walk. Uh, but I still hiked the mountain. Hurt like hell, but I did it. Yeah, we went to Snoqualmie. It was pretty neat. Dude had never been to the Pacific Northwest before, so I was able to show him like how, how weird Snoqualmie Falls is and like how that little cute movie theater is there and all that stuff. I don't know the area. Oh, there's a there's a one-screen movie theater in, like, the heart of suburbia. So if you live there, you can be like, oh, honey, here's just five bucks. Go watch a movie. And they can literally walk across the street, and they're usually showing a kid's movie, uh, like, at the weekend afternoons. It's just a nice place to live. So my phone presents me with a new problem. So since the podcast app is so fucking horrible, that means I stop using iTunes and stop using the podcast app and go to something like Overcast, which is completely based on the phone, which will delete all the files as soon as I listen to them. Hmm. So I then don't have a record of what screenshotting. I that's to. what I've been doing is uh, as I play them, then I screenshot them before I delete. So what you could do is as you're listening to it, go, you know what? I like this one screenshot. It also might have a favorite this track out uh, feature. If so, you could favorite it, and then if it shows you a list of your favorites, I think if I do that, it publishes it to Twitter. Uh well, you could disconnect it from Twitter. No, I think that's how it does it. Ah, uh, they can't. Fa- oh shit. Well, maybe, maybe it's worth it. <laughs> I don't know. So who cares? Who, who follows you besides me? A surprising number of people follow me. I don't quite know why. Any famous people? Uh, Spawn was following me for a while. Michael J. White. God damn it. I'm so jealous, you bitch. I don't know why. There's absolutely no reason. Because you did karate with him? Your your wife was his doctor? I don't think he's done anything. He know. does like a million Vancouver movies. You probably like met him once and gave him money. No, I haven't. I'm pretty sure. I don't know if I might have said something. I don't know. Maybe because I said something about un, not undercover brother. Uh, what I was, I was trying. Uh, I was trying to expl- explain your uh, your and your wife's relationship to a certain guy and woman in the press getting divorced who are famous. 
that we're not going to mention. And do well, the fact that we we are we partake in cuckold and cuckoldry no, with celebrities. I don't think you do, but uh, the part where you, uh, you we've talked about in the past the certain couple that you know very well who've come over to your house, you've hung out with, knew very knew well. Oh, well, knew knew for a time, is it whatever? Yes, but uh, know enough that you had dinner with that certain person at least once or twice. Which Dune was it blew his mind. He was like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, it's it's happened." He said, "What?" And I, I was explaining to him in Kirkland at like nine in the morning. It was the highlight of my day. Okay, well, I'm glad you could make someone happy with it. Yeah, it was great. But um, no, I don't think he's been. I don't know. The only thing, what was his stupid uh, black exploitation spoof? Uh, fucking what the fuck's it? Black Dynamite. Yes, maybe because I tweeted something about that, or the I animated series. Got, got I no, the animated series is a piece of shit. I, know, I, never, I never watched it. Yeah, about I didn't it. Watch it. I watched it. But I don't know. For some reason, uh, Michael Jai White followed me when I was not talking about him at all. So it must have been a mistake. Well, Michael, drive a stake through my heart. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, nothing really. Just getting ready for my trip that's coming up. Oh, that's right. we got to bank some episodes or take the time off. What were we doing? I forgot. Yeah, I don't know. I think we were going to record some MacGyve casts and then let this show uh, fall by the wayside because... <laughs> We'll come back to it, hopefully. Uh, yeah, there's some other podcast news. I always keep forgetting to mention what the fuck it is. I don't know. It's, uh, fucking, somebody else hit me up about the Google pl- uh, podcast thing, saying what a good idea it was. They were on vacation. I hadn't heard of our show, and that we covered it two weeks in a row. But uh, Yeah, it's just bad. It's just Stitcher. It's Stitcher with Google uh, stealing your files, doing what they want to it, and surely in the future putting ads wherever they want to. I feel like there was something in the media that I was talking. There was something happened on a show I was listening to, where I wanted to talk about it with you, and I keep forgetting what it is. I'm like every week, I'm like, God damn it! I just recorded. Now I fucking remember what it is now. Oh, there's some big NPR. Uh, I think Earbud.fm or something. It, so I'm sh- I'm sure that the uh, Earbuds uh, documentary people are thrilled with that their name's been stolen by uh, NPR. Yeah, well, uh, Mike Schmidt's in the movie for like 15 minutes, apparently. He bookends everything. Apparently, you got people thought he was great, so now I have to see that movie because I want to support him. Nah. Oh, that, that uh, podcast that Jeff was hosting uh, the, uh, from uh, formerly of Cruel Digital of Allison's show, it wasn't for uh, whatever chick singing Fiona Apple. It's Alanis Morissette. He's ho- he, he does the Alanis Morissette podcast. Okay, that's odd. Yeah, I know. Uh, one of our listeners wanted me to talk about, I don't know, some Dan Lebetard had apparently gone off about podcasting, but I didn't have time to find it. Uh, I didn't have time to find a reason for him to be relevant. Yeah, so I just all I know is that new media people don't get it. I barely get it. Uh, they definitely announced don't. yesterday that uh, a Maryland judge agreed to hear a new evidence from the defense in the 2000 murder conviction of Adnan Syed, uh, November 9th, yes. that was posted. So maybe maybe Sarah Koenig will finally get to give him the handy she should, so desperately wants to. What's your, what's your foreskin taste like, weirdo? Does it taste like curry? <laughs> uh, no, it, it tastes like uh, black dude's buckles. Lamb. Uh, Does it taste like goat? No, I, I was, I was, we're getting horrible now. Uh, yeah, uh, that's that show. I, I don't, I'm not interested in it. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, Corolla re-signed with Podcast One, whatever that means, for five more years. So serious, uh, not happening. So five more years of shitty, low-quality ads and broken podcast feeds. As long as he's not Yay. going to serious, I don't care. He was never going to serious. Good. 
because he's not an idiot. Good. He's only it's, he's only retarded, and that he'll stay with Podcast One. Hey, he absolutely doesn't. They need are to. now buying an hour on the new Discovery Network about cars. It has some like it's like it's not Fuse, but it's got some name like that, like the Vibe or Visa Network. I, I don't know. It's fun. Uh, but he's buying. The, he's got Podcast One to help him. He's essentially going to buy the space to air the Newman documentary, and then they get to sell the commercials. And right as he was talking about it on the most recent episode, he realized, he goes, oh, we've got to put a, a commercial for Mangria. And it's like, of course you put in a commercial for Mangria. Use the one Naren made, which is already done. You don't have to produce a new one. Or make a new one if you want to film one, but I think she's using the one Naren made. And then you could also make, uh, you know, brought to you by Corolla Digital, home of these fine podcasts. Just have a little bumper in and out about the podcast network. You know, podcasts never get mentioned on TV, especially not Adam's stuff. Whether you like it or not, however you feel about it, I think that would be a very smart move. But you realize he's basically – they're buying infomercial time. Yeah, I don't know what hours it's going to play, but uh, the network he's barely known about. So he's going to bring a lot of attention to this network. He'll probably get some big ratings. And it's you know, No, if he was bringing them ratings, they'd actually be paying him for it. No, they'd they, be paying them. Up front, up front, they don't want to buy it. They're just saying, no, we don't want to buy it. So he's like, okay, he thought, well, instead I'll buy time on your network and I'll prove it to you, which is a very smart move. If he ends up – if it's a gamble and if it pays off, he was right. So if they get higher ratings they normally get in any time slot during the daytime or even their prime time and they get better ad sales on there, it turns out Adam was right and they should have bought it and listened to him. No, Gio, if you're buying time, you're buying the time. You're not – they're not putting ad, their ads I know. He, Adam gets his ads. That's what I'm saying. So if like let's say their average – like let's say primetime viewers is 693,000 people and during the shitty time slot Adam buys, he gets triple that. And then he sells the ads there and makes way more ad revenue than they normally make. It proves that Adam was right. And had he aired during their primetime hours, he maybe get 5 million viewers. And maybe they should listen to him. I don't, sure, I don't know where it will go from there. Maybe they'll air the Willie T. Ribs one if it doesn't already get bought and sold to somebody else. But uh, just interesting. He's actually doing something on Willie T. Ribs? Yeah, they're almost they're, they're editing it. Or no, they're editing uh, – right now they're editing uh, the Willie T. Ribs scene because he says that Paul uh, – was a hard dick motherfucker, and to air it on the TV network, they're going to still make them censor out dick, and then they also have to censor out Jesus. But yeah, they're doing the Willie T. Ribs movie, and they're also doing the uh, Ferrari versus Ford movie. So that means they'll show lots of nice footage of him driving over and murdering someone in Vancouver. Willie T. Ribs? Yes. Was, I thought you're, no, aren't you talking about the other guy? No, Willie T. Ribs drove over and killed a guy in Vancouver. Oh, no. The Vancouver Indy. On purpose? A track worker. No, he drove over a track worker. I don't know. The other guy seemed to do it kind of on purpose. What other guy? The guy that recently, the, 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 they had the... Oh, no, no. But this this was 20 years ago. Oh, no. It was when uh, Bill Cosby was his major sponsor. Oh, it's fucking dark. That... Yeah. He killed, killed a Vancouver track worker. Oh, darker than his flesh tone. Uh, what else is going on? Absolutely nothing. Uh, I'm just tired. I, I was trying to listen to Defocused. I find that one guy to be a little too snippy. The one that uh, I just found, just realized that one of them's gay. Oh, that must be the snippy one. What, whatever you say. He was talking about Apple TV and when he takes it to his boyfriend's thing. Oh, okay. You're gay. I, it doesn't I no really idea. change anything, but okay. No, it's interesting to know. Yeah, it doesn't change anything. But it, it's different than like something like that ex- Rachel Miles explained X-Men episode four. People want to know what we are. For like, I don't know why you care. Maybe we're Polly. It's like, gross. But if, if he just says, yeah, my boyfriend, it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Okay, noted. Uh, but now that explains some other things about why he's a little uh, person. Yeah, I think it's the younger one that doesn't live in Phoenix. The one that's a little higher pitched. I think Or softer so. pitched or whatever it is. 
Yes, gay man voice. Soft palate damage. <laughs> gay man voice. Uh, yeah, nothing else really going on. Uh, just finally got away from here for a minute, which was nice. And then I came back, and my uh, my dog immediately ate a hole through my favorite sweatshirt that I was wearing. Okay. Oh, and somebody keyed my car while I was gone. Okay. Apparently, NPR is trying to monetize podcasts for the affiliate market. Interesting. I don't understand why. Why they don't just drop the affiliates out completely but i don't know all right because uh, if anyone can go 100 percent digital i think it's probably npr yeah it doesn't it makes sense but i guess they want to keep the radio thing it's part of their legacy they've got smarter whiter richer listeners yeah but npr is so digital. associated with radio i mean I, there's so many people's cars i've got into and there's playing npr it's like oh you listen to npr interesting and it's like it's not just white people it's you know uh, but it is sometimes like black people who are w- more well off. I've I've heard it in black people's cars. A lot of single women, uh, cat ladies, uh, progressive types, liberals, but uh, rich older black guys who aren't necessarily that progressive. Some that are even kind of conservative. Yeah, well, it's generally richer, older, I would say. Sure. Um, but what's really funny is the guy that's doing it used to be Adam Curry's boss at MTV. Wow. And he used to have his DJ name, and now he's going by his real name, so no one connects the two. Johnny Nitro. I don't know. I I forget what it is. But listen to the recent No Agenda, and they talk about it a little bit. This American Life with Steve Inferno. So, uh, I guess we're on to the top five portion. I, I do have an update. I cleared up a lot of my storytelling podcasts and news and science. Mm-hmm. Still haven't gone back to Jesse versus Cancer. Still haven't gone back to any probably science. So, I think I'm whacking that one. I have the latest probably science on deck. I have three Jesse versus Cancers on deck. I have uh, five for crying out loud somehow. I have a bunch of other shows just kind of built up. I have three of uh the fucking storytelling show what the fuck is that show i listen to with uh writer story Storm? collider moth no the, the, the moth i have sitting there a bunch i usually been deleting them uh i, I sample them i've listened to them. all of those now uh but no the one uh, i listened to with writer strong the stupid I'll, I'll look it up oh i don't know i've mentioned it a bunch of times they read books and they talk about them and they're kind of pretentious and uh, i like that i've heard like 80 episodes but for some reason the last three literary disco they're just sitting there um i have let's see I'm more of a punk guy. I have I have five Monday morning podcasts with a couple Thursdays in there. I have uh, I have a huge backlog of those I haven't listened to, but I'm current for about the last two weeks. I have six mega booms. I had I had two Mike Coronos, but I got through them. I have two of Fire Inside Out because I did an interview with one of the guys, but he's like one of the side guys who's not like the brains behind the operation of the band. And I thought it was going to be a shitty interview, but according to doing so, he was one of the drummers. No, he's one of the bass players it's hunter it's hunter bergen he's still he's still in part of the band but uh he he just shows up when they need him so it's one of those things where it's like oh hire gun we love but come on uh dune said it's amazing interview so i'm gonna listen to it Uh, i just haven't yet i have a couple jay moores i have uh, yeah i know i have a couple what the fucks uh that's about it it's just uh, i haven't listened to what to fuck for almost a year now he finally had uh, lauren michaels on i saw it was interesting because right away he puts it to bed. He goes, well, I don't have hard feelings about it. I don't have hard feelings about our meeting. And then Lauren completely explains it. And he's like, oh, I just meet with everybody. He's like, I met with the guys who made Bottle Rocket. doesn't mean I had something from them on the show. It doesn't mean anything about them at all. Yeah. So he completely dissolved Mark Maron's stupid 
Like, it proves just what a fucking waste of time. And it's all those years we had to hear about that and all the stories. And I guess on the HAL Premium app, you know what you get? Lax, guess what you get for doing that? You get a compilation of every single time it's come up on the show with over 20 different guests in the history of what the fuck. God, who did they force to go back and index all of those fuckers? <laughs> I have no idea. But then at the clip of every show of Mark Marin's now, and then also every show that's on Earwolf or anything connected to it, they play the clip for Denzel Washington is the best actor, period, with your host Kevin Avery and W. Kumal Bale. And they play a clip of it every single time, and it's some not funny thing of them like, huh, are there any black women in cinema? Oh, if you want to be, hey, baby, where you going? It's like, well, that's not really happening in movies. There's, there's lots of black the black women Academy Awards. What are you talking about? And there's been like super racist and dumb. And it, the whole premise of the show is stupid. And it's just them basically going through every Denzel movie and reviewing them in whatever order they feel like. And having an excuse to talk about black people in cinema and what a lack there is of them. But that's not really true. Well, it makes me glad I don't listen to anything on that. But the commercials are so annoying, especially if you can't change them. You have to listen to it the same one four times in a row, and it's played on every single different show. You're like, I listen to five different shows on your network. You're killing me. Well, the easy solution, listen to no shows on their network. Suicide is also easy, too. No, it's, it, it, unsubscribe is much easier. Yeah, I, I, there's, I don't really have any also runners. The Lorne Michaels, what the fuck, was decent enough. Uh I listened to a couple Do You Need Rides. They weren't that good. April Richardson was on one. She just fights with uh, stupid Chris Fairbanks the whole time, even though they're going to host a show together on True TV. And then they all argue about the conspiracy of the new missile and how it's an alien ship, and you don't have to believe what the Navy's saying. And to me, everybody's like saying it's because it flew like a plane. That's why it's not a missile. But I thought about this. What about if you had a, uh, a nuclear bomb that flew like a plane but constantly? And over well, they enemies. have sub-launched cruise missiles. They have sub-launched ICBMs. Yeah, but also from what I from the things I heard, it just it just went up like an ICBM. Okay, yeah. So that... they were just doing an east-west ICBM test, probably shooting it towards Nellis or Area Fifty-One for radar tracking. They were probably targeting in, in targeting it into Nevada. Yeah, that makes sense to me. But uh, I was thinking about that. What if you could have a missile? that continuously flew above your enemies. So, like, suborbital, and it just stayed up there all the time, and it had nukes, and in 90 seconds, those nukes could be on top of anybody you wanted them on. So if it's like, oh, Russia, it takes 13 minutes to get here, well, it takes us 90 seconds to destroy you. Well, they're just, it would just be a drone. They yeah, okay. could kind of do that, but you would just target it and down it. Yeah, but a stealth drone uh, runs on solar or some shit, or whatever you do with a, a nuke the size, you know, a 44-pound nuke on it. Yeah, um, but it was just a sub-launched missile. I mean, everybody's a big pansy. Really matter. I know everybody's whining about it. every podcast talking about ooh conspiracy theorists. This is what they want you to think. I mean, they had the NOTAM announced uh, a very very brief notice before, so that's why they were so like the the day before uh, LAX was uh, landing over Inglewood the whole time. F- they weren't going all, off over the ocean. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it wasn't really a surprise. They close the airspace, and then a missile launches. Big surprise. Yeah, everybody's nuts. Sorry, just listen to No Agenda. All right. Well, uh, uh, it's top five at them. Uh, I've got contenders. Okay. Uh, Accidental Tech Podcast, 142, Hateful Game of Frogger, mm-hmm. The Talk Show with John Gruber, 135, Put a Nipple on It with Adam Lissagor. And then three from Unjustly Maligned, um, number 33, where they talk about Cutthroat Island. 60 or 36 where they talk about sunshine at 37 where they talk about dune the david lynch dune movie not the man i want to marry me 
What do you mean? Uh, I was joking that I want Dune to marry me. Oh, okay. Sorry. Dune's a person, yes. I know. Sorry. I was thinking David Lynch, not Dune. Oh. That she's, I'll suck off I'd David Lynch. Dune. Okay. Uh, so, top five then. Yep. What's your number five? Hammer and Nails, number 36, ATR. That's a deal breaker. The show's kind of strange in that I don't know what number it actually is because they have all those episodes that are never released, but that were essentially commentaries on each uh, episode of the TV show, which would have been smart. But, of course, the network thwarts them and doesn't do that. And then um, they've been really polite about all of that. But as a listener, I, it could only help the show, so I, I don't understand it. Well, it only helped Battlestar Galactica. The show has varied sound. This one, uh, they need some movable blankets, so... Uh, the, the ATR at the ranch episodes. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of different ones they have. They have uh, on the road stuff. They have they have a bunch of different setups. But this one was just fun. It was them talking and they talked about uh, going to a costume party at Anthony Cumia's house. And it was just uh, they're kind of cute uh, rapport. And it's just it's a fun show. So it's, it's it's something you should really give a chance. It's one of these podcasts. To me, they just seem on the show, not the show show, but their TV Catch show just to be. Horrible people that I would never want to be. Al- but you only saw season one, right? Yep. Yeah, season one was poorly edited. They only got half an hour episode. Season two, you got to see them as complete human beings a little bit more. And season three, you got even more window of that. But mostly the Adam Carolla show was a good window. And the best way, of course, was Crying Out Loud, where you learned about Allison's history and who she, you know, she was straight and then she was lesbian and then she found uh, Skip. And then Skip's, you know, he, he was married so before. Prof- profound childhood sexual abuse. No, she didn't get to any of that stuff. She, it was more. It was more of she. It was. It seemed like more of an adult like uh, thing. It was like when she was talking about being with a woman, she was like, "Oh, I was in love with this woman. I was with her." And then uh, she met Skip, and she had feelings for a man, and she thought he was really cute. And she, the, the, you know, of course, the lesbian relationship was winding down as they do. We talked about this on a past pod gods. It was. A, I know. It was a really great for crying out loud episode. She came back and did another one. And it was. It was like, oh shit. She's talking about all this, and she's this honest. And I've I've, I've interacted with both of them. Really kind, considerate people. They don't need to be nice to me. They don't know me. There's nothing I can do for them. <laughs> I can't help them in any way. But they go out of their way to be really nice and kind to me. And that alone should speak to their character. Okay, my number five TV guidance counselor, 113, Ted Pettingrel, Pettingrel and Christy, Chris, sorry, Krista Weiss. I didn't hear this one. I think has my maybe I have unsubscribed to it accidentally. Let me check. They're a couple, a Boston couple, I think. I'm checking my feeds. Uh, very good. Both comedians. Both have a surprisingly similar than divergent taste sometimes. Oh, I have right here. I just haven't listened yet. Yeah, one thirteen. I have not heard it yet. So I, uh, May third to the ninth, ninety seven. That's right. I was going to do it before the flight, but I didn't do it. Okay, so that'll be in the, probably my next week's list. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So, you're number four. I love the TV guidance counselors from the 90s, especially from 97 and 96. Uh, yeah, it's a, a lot of shitty shows that I've never even heard of, it would seem. Yeah, I agree. But uh, the stuff in the 70s is before I existed. So I try to grasp yeah, but it. I like the 70s stuff. I grasp at it like, oh, I can understand. Or that's what it must have been like. And like the early 80s stuff, when I'm alive, it's, it's a little bit easier for me to fathom for some reason. I, I guess it doesn't really make sense, but to me, it does. Yeah. So you're number four. Uh, the Haunted School, parts one and two, Doom Reads Goosebumps. Uh, he banked these motherfuckers, so it's back when Connie went out of town. This was before we went on our trip. Uh, part one, I bumped me because it was banked, so I listened to after I got back from my trip and I was lonely and missing Dune. And then part two was recently released, and I listened to that as well. I only just started listening to part one earlier today. Yeah, I think he put part two at 11 a.m. 
Yes, that's why, because when part two comes out, I can start listening to part one. Yeah, uh, he's going to run out of these soon enough. He wants to never do them again. It's funny, we, we in Park Place, I realized we were walking past the bookstore where I bought my first Goosebumps. And I was walking with Dune of Dude Reads Goosebumps near where I bought my first goose, boos, <laughs> boos gumps, Goosebumps at uh, Park Place Books. Okay, my number four is Eureka Podcast 139, sorry, 138, uh, hashtag royal bracket, or parent parentheses, the last one of 2015. Mm-hmm. So just talking about, I guess, being happy about the royals and just shit, whatever was going on. Yeah, they always, always loved the show. Craig was nice on Twitter. I, mean, I probably will have to go back and give us another sample again. It's interesting they're still going. It's hard to uh, keep a podcast together, especially with two hosts and... After a certain while, it's like, oh, this is our limited success. This is all we'll ever be. But it's really fun for us. Maybe we should just keep doing it. Uh, and then moving out of town, getting a better or mo- yeah. getting a better job, moving out of town. Life progression. girl, yeah. getting engaged. Yeah. So who knows how long it lasts. Oh, that, I'd that, rather that, they're I, happy than put out a podcast. Oh, that's not good. That'll be sad. Oh, okay, my number three then is After Disaster uh, 307. If I didn't mention already, Beauty's European Vacation. This is where Anderson's on the phone talking to them back here on his last day of his trip while he's still in Italy. And then After Disaster 308, this Disorient Express he talks about the trip and uh, all the detail, and it's just really fun. And I like, uh, I always like it when Anderson goes out of town and comes back and talks about it. Okay, my number three is Defocus number 70, uh, C-3PO's Funeral Parlor. They talk about Star Wars. I'm a gay guy. Well, that doesn't really change it, but uh, yeah, I just really like the show. Yeah, it's a good show. Yep, uh, you're number two. Reasonable Doubt 16. Uh, they continue to keep crushing this fucking show. This podcast is off the charts great. It's Adam in a different, it's a different type of Adam than any other podcast he's doing where he's coming in from a different angle and he's super fair in a weird way. Sober and, and not angry and yelly. No, there's anger but not yelly at all. And he talks about this really fucking odd, weird thing that happens with lawyers and how they threaten and the, the basically how you can't get anybody taking the bar association. And he talks about his uh, foundation. That, uh, this woman bought his house three years later. She finds a crack foundation, but she hired an independent inspector and it's not really his problem. And basically she got ten grand out of the realtor and then wanted ten grand to go away from him. And then he told his lawyer, but she doesn't have a case. And they're like, yeah, just give her 10 grand. It'll be less money. And he's like, no, I have fuck me money. I want to fuck myself here. I'm not paying her for this. I didn't, we didn't do this. It's not true. And she doesn't have any case. And her case is this case which she's trying to threaten. And, of course, he was right. And then he talks about another time a, uh, a neighbor came up and said, hey, your fountain damaged my wall. Just give me 10 grand. We'll call a deal. You know, I'm a lawyer, so uh, we can make this worse for you. And then I was like, what the fuck is that shit? And I was like, whoa. And he's like, and then when Mark Argos was like, yeah, you know, should be reported to the bar association. But when you try to report these people, they won't report to the bar association because then they'll get, they'll get in trouble with the bar association. So like Adam can't get his lawyer to tell the bar association on this other guy because then he'll get retaliated on for this other thing. And it's a really interesting conversation with the legal system, how fucked up it is, and how you really should just never make any money at all. Okay, my number two, hello, internet number 50, Queen of Spades. Um, so... CGP Graham, Brady Heron, YouTube celebrity people doing a vi- now wild, much more wildly popular uh, podcast. Okay. Uh, it's very good. It can be two to three hours long, and it's just an expatriate American in London and an ex and, and an expatriate. God, what's the Australian in London? And an X Men like Cyclops. He now does a podcast. And um, just very good. They just talk about shit, right. and I like it. Okay. 
So you're number one. Uh, it is Fat Man on Batman 98. Fat Man on Flash Man. Uh, Kevin Smith finally watched uh, watched Flash the TV show after a year and a half. So that's why it's going to shit. <laughs> no, they talk about the second season and not being as enthralled as the first. Uh, Kevin Smith describing the Flash. Uh, Grant Gustin retweeted it. You know, the guy who co-created Arrow said some negative things about Kevin Smith, so he didn't want to watch this show, but he's had to do it after he saw uh, the uh, fucking Shark Man. And he was King Shark. And he was, uh, the way he describes the whole show, if you've never seen it, you don't have to watch it. You can listen to his descriptions. But he, he starts crying. He talks about making himself cry while watching it and shouting at the screen. And then he's described to his daughter while driving to her to an audition. And then she wanted to see the episode and made her cry. And he's such a beautiful love for the show. And he, like, he acknowledges how silly it is and how it, it shouldn't be this powerful. But the stuff with Barry and his dying mom, it gave me a newfound re-respect for the show and what they pulled off last season and a willingness to let them kind of play this out. For all we know, uh, Zoom is Eddie Thawne. Because if you remember, I just saw rewatched the finale. His dead body specifically gets dragged into that wormhole. Yeah, but unless now there's time travel, that was the hole that pulled that flash forward to there to them. So, well, they, they were they were they were simultaneously nearby universes, so they're not separated from time. Maybe maybe five years or something, but or uh, the text a little bit different. But Harrison Wells is the same age he would have been in both universes, so it's not time travel. The Golden Age Flash is existing concurrently, except he is. I know, but they can't have Thon going or whoever going. Oh yeah, it just because Zoom because Zoom's been plaguing them for years. You mean, yeah, yeah. So I'm saying is what would have had to happen is Thawne would have had to travel through time in the wormhole, and then plague them, and then now somehow be trying to get back. He can't get back into the universe. That's why he can't fight Barry in this universe yet because he can't get into ours because he somehow traveled back into a different time. But they've just they've destroyed the show. They've added too many characters. There are too many characters. Well, they're being try- yeah, they're trying to launch for it for a, other a shows. Yes, and their other spinoffs. They're thinking, and it's just. It's gone to shit. I say this. Have, give them the first... We need to get rid of a lot of characters. Give them the first 12. I feel like the first 10 are probably going to be full of exactly what you're talking about. They have to do it. Maybe they're contractually obliged. It's bullshit. I agree. But if by 11, 12, if they don't get it back on track, totally ban the show. Just give me till 12. I've bailed already. Oh, dude. What if they get good? Will you come back? Nope. I'm out. What? You can't just quit everything. Yes, I can. Fine. Because there's going to be something else coming up. I'm going to make all of your children disappoint you in a way where you can't come back. No, because they're not just a TV show. All right. On a stupid CW network. I'm going to have them just read the uh, new scripts from The Flash until <laughs> every single day I'm going to pay them just when they're around you, driving the car. And there are just too many endemic problems of like Black Stepsister. The fact that they're bringing in Wally West, who's going to be some, I guess, Black Flash. Um, Just stupid shit that I know they're doing, that they're doing, and characters that have completely been fucked up since last year because they don't know what the hell to do with whatever uh, science lady is. All right, all right. Well, she's going to turn to Killer Frost or whatever, but you saw in the uh, flash forward when Barry was running in the season finale, he saw her as Killer Frost, who's some sort of, I guess, bad person. I don't know, good person. I have no idea. It's, the name is Suggest Evil. 
Uh, then he also saw, saw himself in prison. He gets in prison for some reason, so that's coming up. There was a bunch of things they teased in that finale that we're just not paying attention to. I th- One thing I'll tell you, at least it's better than Supergirl. I'm not watching, but uh, this podcast with Kevin Smith, if you hate Kevin Smith, listen to this. It's hilarious. If you love him, listen to this. If you don't care at all, still listen to this. It's great. I do hate Kevin Smith. I'm not going to listen. I don't care. I'm not going to listen. All right. Well, it's a, it's a really fun episode. I've heard it like four times. Uh, it almost made me cry listening to him cry about uh, Barry comforting his dying mother. I really think he needs to get his testosterone levels checked. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, it's uh, fun anyway. Uh, anything else? Uh, was that your number one? My number one. My number one, Roderick on the Line, 178, Action Movie Doctor. Oh, I just listened to this. This should have been on my also rants, but I didn't, didn't do it because I was trying to be a hard-nosed motherfucker. Really good episode. He should be an action movie script doctor. It's where he apparently ended up spoiling this movie, which I thought he was spoiling Quantum of Solace, because you realize, yeah, he blows up uh, uh, a completely solar building in that show as well, yeah. movie as well. He spoiled Spectre, uh, and he's saying how terrible it is. Then he also said he didn't like the last movie, which Merlin objected to. He referenced the party of billionaires. He joked about uh, his uh, attempt at politics. Really fun, lighthearted, fast-moving episode. Yes, and he's now happy that he owns a motorhome. Yeah, I'm happy for him. Uh, anything else? No. All right. Uh, well, uh, so, I only made six bucks off Amazon this month, which is sad. Well, it's six bucks you wouldn't have made otherwise. I know that's neat, but uh, it's that means a bit like one person bought a sixty dollars item. Okay, so don't forget we are a listener-supported show. You can reach us at Podgods, podgods@gmail.com, and on Facebook, and that's Podgods with a Z also help fund the show or geo in general at patreon.com slash giovanni and don't forget those amazon affiliate links it's time to put the crown royal sack back on the microphone i'm gonna watch the flash and then i have to write seven blogs and my birthdays are always sad bye everybody bye bye the show about podcast coming up in your mom's